Hello and welcome to Series 6 of The Lawyer's Coach. My name is Claire Rayson and each episode of this podcast will feature myself or Oliver Hansard, both of us coaches and former lawyers, trying to find out what makes lawyers tick. In this series, we will be hearing from guests and experts to help us get under the skin of various cultures across the legal industry. At the end of each episode, we will both be reflecting on what they said. The Lawyer's Coach is brought to you by Client Talk and Hansard Coaching. In this episode, Ollie and Trina discuss the culture in modern law firms, how to affect change in law firms, and also the similarities and differences between the Irish and English legal markets. Really fascinated to get both your perspective from, from Dublin. And also, maybe this is a good place to start, your, your perspective having come through the, the legal industry. What was your journey to Arthur Cox? Yeah, so I've, I, I mean, my, my own career journey has been interesting in that I've, I've worked in different sectors. I spent a lot of my career working for U.S. multinationals, uh, mainly in the pharma sector. I spent a time in uh, retail. And then more recently, I was chief people officer of one of our pillar banks, AIB, in Ireland. And when I was looking for my next career opportunity, what I'm, you know, drawn to is where there's an opportunity that I can bring my career experiences to help an organization on its continued journey of of growth and Arthur Cox came up and you know my first initial attraction was uh, the reputation the, the firm has a really good reputation in in the Irish market and when I worked for um in pharma many years ago I uh, as, a, as a young HRD facing into my first restructuring it was an Arthur Cox partner that supported me so it was, okay it was brilliant to come back, you know, 20 odd years later and have the opportunity um, to consider, you know, this move at the firm. So reputation was the first thing. And then I had the opportunity to meet the managing partner, Jeff Moore, and our chair, um, Orla O'Connor. And I just was really enjoyed the engagement with them. They gave me a bit of a window into what they were trying to do with the firm. And yeah, so here I am two years later. And was it what you expected and what they sold to you? I think the you always learn an awful lot when you actually get into a firm or an organization. You get to 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 meet the people, you get the feel of the culture a lot more. So you know, they were looking for someone who would bring good perspectives from outside the world of law to help enable culture change, continue thinking about how we make sure the firm is sustainable into the future. So absolutely, that has been realized. There's lots of opportunity for us to, to continue to grow and learn as a firm and it, lots of opportunity for me and my role to be part of that. So that opportunity has been there to make a difference. I think the the area that was a a big learning for me, um, not having come from the legal sector, is working in a partnership environment. So, you know, if you work in that sort of ownership or leadership model, it does mean a different way to influence and engage key stakeholders when you want to get decisions made. So that is something that I I probably didn't know what I didn't know. So I've learned a lot in the last couple of years about how you... um, 
operate in that environment. Um, what I suspected I would find, and I have, is there is incredibly bright, smart people in the firm, and I really enjoy working with them. Um, so, yeah, there's some of my reflections a couple of years in. And are you able to kind of draw out those key differences between that corporation, the top-down corporation model, and that partnership? What does that mean for your everyday operation as a HR professional? Yeah, so if, if you think about, you know, I think leadership in any organization is critical to enabling change. It's critical to attracting good talent in, to keeping them, making sure that there's good performance conversations, there's good um, career discussion, there is a, a good sense of connection and inclusion. And what I probably would have been used to in a corporate environment is a is a clearer cascade model where you know you'd okay. have a, a leader or an executive of an area and they may have other leaders and you you tap into that when you're you know introducing new ways of doing things or you want to drive key messages. A partnership structure is flatter. So we've 80 partners in the firm and you know, sometimes you, it feels like you're dealing with, you know, 60 to 80 business owners because you are. And that requires a lot more work and effort to influence and, in, and engage. So so that is that's very different. And it does bring some challenges in, in change management. And does that speed up that process or does it does it mean you need to work harder at engaging those business owners? Yeah, I, I think it, it can. You do need to work harder. Uh, a recent example, which was um, really good for me as um, an insight into how to influence change in the, fir in the firm is when we um, were debating hybrid working and, and what would work for us, what would work for our clients, what would work for our people. And what I realized and learned along the way is I had to invest significant time in engaging partners around what's the right thing to do, you know, what's the right mix of presence in the office versus remote working, you know, how do we balance the needs of our people and what they're asking versus versus making sure we protect our client service. So as opposed to just concentrating on a senior executive discussion or a management committee, I spent significant amount of time meeting with groups of partners right across the firm and you know with the benefit of hindsight getting that buy-in was really important and it has served as well since you know as we've come back to the office and we've started to operationalize so it's time well spent but it did take time and that time means that the change you might want to bring endures maybe rather more than than otherwise yeah yeah exactly because you've got that buy-in you've had the good debates, the challenging discussions, which are really important. You know, I use this expression sometimes in, in the corporate world of a spray and pray approach. That doesn't work with change. You know, you can't Absolutely. just say this yeah. is the way it's going to be. Get on with it. I think the fact that we had to invest more time in the discussion um, ultimately helped with the buy-in and the ownership for making it work. You know, it's not perfect, uh, Oliver, like with any change, but I would say our experience of ramping back up to the office this year has been a positive one. 
enabling change in a partnership environment takes more time. Um, but you can so get there, it sounds like. You can get there, yes. Excellent. You mentioned COVID. How has the business responded to that and, and come out of that trauma? Yeah, it's been a really interesting period for businesses to, re- you know, reflect on how you respond. So if I think about Arthur Cox's experience of COVID, how quickly the firm, our partners, all of our people pivoted to remote working and maintained really strong business performance was remarkable. So that was, you know, a really good um response a really good demonstration of agility in the firm that worked really well i think it also accelerated the change to think about there are different ways that we can work and i think it helped shake off that presenteeism mindset that can be more prevalent in law firms and in um, professional services it doesn't mean people aren't you know working any less hard or less intently to serve clients. It just showed us that actually there are different ways that you can get work done. So I think it's been great to accelerate that change. I think what's been challenging is continuing to keep people engaged and lead teams in that remote environment. I think it was really tough for, you know, trainees, junior lawyers to continue the, to learn effectively and have a sense of connection with a team, that's really been been tough. But the upside of that is that it did reinforce the importance of good leadership, good communication, you know, thinking about ways you can do that um, in a hybrid uh, model going forward. So we invested quite a bit of time about thinking about how you can can lead effectively and lead effectively in a hybrid environment. And introduced training then for for, for managers and, and partners. Yeah, we did. We we introduced. We did some, you know, kind of thought leadership sessions for partners, which were really well attended. So you know, that's a good sign that they they wanted to to hear what good should look like and pick up some some tips. Um, the other thing that ha- the firm has invested in in recent years is um, running a leadership program for all of our equity partners. So the third cohort are going through that now. So the firm is already recognizing that we need to invest more in building capability as, as not just being an excellent partner and serving clients, but how do you lead really well? So we did do some additional training during COVID, but coupled with a, a leadership program that had already been um, kicked off just at the beginning of COVID. And did that COVID experience impact the culture of the firm as a whole? Yes, I think it did. I think it brought some of the positives that I already mentioned. It accelerated a, a more flexible mindset and how work can get done. Um, I think the, the, the challenges were that sense of disconnection for some of our more junior um, employees. I mean, we had over 200 people join the firm during COVID as well. So that became more of a, of a challenge. Um, and as we were discussing, you know, what's the right hybrid working model for us going forward, we called out that we wanted to make sure that we protected 
the client service and we wanted to um, protect our culture. So there were some upsides for the culture, but there was an opportunity for us to reflect on what's important in our culture and how do we make sure that people feel a good sense of, of connection to the firm. And I do think that so, suffered, that sense of, uh, of connection during COVID. Um, so to build on that, Oliver, in terms of, well, what have we been doing about it? Um, at a partnership level, there has been significant focus as we move out of COVID now, how to make sure that we get back out connecting with clients. So back out on the road again and making sure we're, we're focusing on that connectivity with our clients. But the second key area was our culture and how do we make sure that we continue to understand what our culture is and make sure that everybody feels a, a sense of connection to it and be at their best. So, you know, culture can be quite a nebulous uh, uh, area. You know, what does culture mean? It's, it's, the, it's the behaviors and norms. It's how things get done in a place. So there's a few things that we've done um, to better understand our culture, define it, and make sure that there is that connection to it. We launched um, our purpose in the last year. So we've defined our purpose as delivering all-round excellence in the law firm experience for both our clients and our people. Um, and we also identified four experience principles that we believe represents what's already good in the firm, but what we need to make sure that we keep our, our focus on. So our four experience principles are going the extra mile, um, demonstrating collective success, constant progress and high respect. So that helped us give, give us some language around, well, you know, what are we about as a firm in Arthur Cox? And in terms of understanding where we are today and what we need to focus on, we did a survey at the beginning of this year where we asked all of our people to respond to a series of questions around what's good about the firm's culture, how would you describe it to your friends, what are the things we need to work on, and that gave us really good insights um, to focus on partnership discussion around you know, what are the actions that we need to zone in on to continue to enhance our culture. And that's really tangible now, is it? That those actions and, and, and how to to bring that culture to life? Yes, we we um we had a partnership away day discussion. It's like a strategy planning session to focus on the clients and our culture. And we presented the results from that survey. And it identified a number of key takeaways for us to focus on. It reinforces that people really value the experience they get in the firm. They get to work on really good client cases. They get excellent legal experience, um, which they really appreciate. It's, it's very collegiate. It's a good place to work. However, uh, continuing to look at how we recognize hard work and successes and spending time on that and continuing to invest in good career conversations and continuing to focus on that work-life balance which I really think is a will be a continued area of focus and it's it's uh it's been a particular challenge I think in the world of of law 
So we've got some concrete actions against some of those takeaways. Right. Um, so I'm a, I'm a young young potential solicitor just coming out of law school and about to apply for a role at Arthur Cox. What will I need to do or be or act or how will I need to behave to really succeed in your firm? So the first thing you would need to do is demonstrate a passion and a hunger about law. So, you know, why you want to be a lawyer, what's drawn you to a potential trainee opportunity. Um, and, you know, that um, understanding of law and passion for it may, you know, have been demonstrated in different things you've done through your studies to date or maybe experience you've, you've had elsewhere. I'm a big um, believer in people demonstrating strong ambition to continue to grow and learn. So any examples of where you've challenged yourself and to, to learn something or be at your best will be really good uh, as an indication that you will continue to do that in the firm. Um, want to work in an environment where you have to collaborate well, that you thrive on, on working with other people um, will be really important. Um, uh, take every opportunity that comes. You, do, you don't um, come to Arthur Cox for an easy ride. We do expect people to, you know, to um, look for opportunities to contribute, to grow, to learn. But equally, the firm has a really good reputation for fun uh, as well. So somebody who wants to be part of that and uh, enjoy the environment and the colleagues around them. Trina, what kind of support do you give your, your lawyers as they roll through the business? Do you have a structured L&D approach at Arthur Cox? You know what I think has been an interesting reflection for me about the legal sector, and I see it in Arthur Cox as well, is that there has been a growing realisation, and, and I dare say maybe somewhat behind, you know, other parts of the corporate world's about the strategic contribution that business support areas like HR, like finance, like learning and development, you know, like IT can bring. So as I think about how my role and my team can continue to support Arthur Cox, it comes at a number of levels. Our contribution at the strategic level, we've talked a lot about culture, we've talked a lot about the war for talent, so my contribution to shaping the right priorities for the firm around those is really important. The other areas that we can bring good value is just how our processes are run. How can we make the life of a partner, a lawyer, simpler and more effective? Because there's a lot of change happening in the world. So you know, providing good, efficient processes, whether it's how we're onboarding a new employee or how you want to manage your performance review conversations on an annual basis. So that, um, you know, process efficiency, good data is really important. And the, the last piece I'll call out, and I feel really strongly about this, and I encourage that mindset in my own team, is just to bring good business partnering mindset. Understand the day-to-day -day world that the teams you're supporting and the busy partners you're supporting are working in, 
and and bring that business oriented mindset so you can advise them on how to you know address a particular people or team issue within that context so strategic direction efficient processes good data and a business partnering advisory mindset you mentioned at the, the at the top of our conversation how respected arthur cox is in the irish market and and likewise very respected uh, in the in in the english and particularly london market what's that relationship do you think that the irish legal market and the and the and the uk legal market is there a close interrelationship be, between the two are you heavily influenced by what's going on over the irish sea or do, do you do you carry on in your own direction there in dublin i think there's a very strong connection relationship and it, and it it comes in a, in a number of ways as it relates to um our business and generating work our relationship with international firms uk law firms and magic circle firms is critical for you know referral of work or working together on big you know client transactions so the relationship with the uk is really critical uh, to us uh, as a firm i think another area that there is a very interesting relationship is around the war for talent um so you know there's an opportunity for irish lawyers uk lawyers to work in each other's jurisdictions um so we do look to the uk market potentially for talent our challenge is the draw of the uk market for irish talent going abroad because the uk is a different market there's very high salaries that we can't compete with but we need to recognize that good future talent for arthur cox may go in to work in the uk for a few years and come back and bring really good capabilities so i think there there's that relationship um on the talent side as well and then you know in terms of continuing to grow and learn as a firm there's very good relationships that our partners would have with peers in other you know mid-sized uk learn uh, law firms where we're not competing necessarily against each other but we can learn from good experiences so i've interacted with the hr leaders from some of the uk um law firms and i found that extremely valuable in you know having good conversations about how we're dealing with you know lawyer growth and development and alternative career paths what we're doing around hybrid how we're dealing with you know growing attrition and so on so i think there's a very strong relationship on a number of levels oliver that the arthur cox role was your your first role in the uh, in the uh, legal industry um and you know you've you've had the good fortune to work in, in 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 different industries have you had time to think about actually in your career what success might look like for you i've had um i've the benefit of a few decades experience under my belt now and i i think as your career journey progresses you reflect more on what's important to you um and i've had a really good opportunity to reflect in the last few years about what's important for me as a person and as a hr leader and a lot of it is around unleashing potential so if i think about what's important to me 
on a personal level, I want to be the best that I can be and unleash my potential. I want my kids to unleash their potential and be the best that they can in whatever path they will take. And as it relates to organizations and teams I work in and with, I want my own team to be at their best. And I really want Arthur Cox as a firm and the lawyers and every other um, employee who works with us to, you know, maximize their own potential and be at their best. So if I can continue to do that, Oliver, um, that's very rewarding for, for me. And that will serve my continued career journey, I hope. Do you think you'll know when you've achieved that to your satisfaction? I think we are always a work in progress. That's my view. I think we're always growing and learning and life is not a linear path. And you'd like to think that all the learnings along the way are good for you. But I I really think it's important to have that growth mindset. And, you know, we're never the finished article would be my view. Trina, you've been an absolutely fantastic guest. Thank you very much for giving up your time to, to come onto the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed it. So that was Ollie talking to Trina Ferreter. Ollie, um, lots of um, things there that have um, that have got my mind racing. One of the things that you speak a lot about is um, this idea of change and the differences between um, what Trina called, I think, the clearer cascade model that exists in businesses versus partnerships, which, um, you know, involve a lot more owners and have a flatter structure. Um, What are your thoughts? I think, firstly, that reflection of the differences in getting things done in a corporate versus a partnership was um, was a really useful conversation and 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 hopefully of interest to our listeners and in particular where where Trina went was to get things done you need to put an awful lot of effort in a partnership ahead of time taking all your partners with you and as she was saying that I was thinking wow that sounds like an awful lot of effort to drive that change but what became clear that it was effort well placed because once it had landed in that style of organization then the change will endure much longer yeah and that was something that i picked up on and and one of the thoughts that i had and maybe it's the the pessimist in me is you know how does that sit alongside you know the last three four years that we've had where you know the covid pandemic forced people to change very quickly to work remotely We've moved from that to, you know, the great resignation in 2021 and firms needing to think about how they can manage this hybrid world and keep lawyers interested um, in the profession. Um, And moving across to this year where we've had quiet quitting and people again questioning cultures, questioning, you know, where they where their priorities sit. And I just wonder how all of that sits alongside a profession, a structure where change takes time um, because you need to listen to to all of these internal voices and where you need to have lots of people on board with where you're going. I think what it shows, and, and I would be optimistic and say when, when change is absolutely necessary, then it can happen. So look look how homeworking um, uh, was brought in and, and, and transformed the way lawyers work. If if there is enough pressure in the system um, that that young lawyers are saying, no, I need to partly work at home or 
know I need to, to work in a way that um, is good for my mental health and, and, and my family structures um, and lots of other demands. If, if that change is, is absolutely necessary to make the modern law firm operate effectively, then I'm optimistic, actually, that, that law firms can meet that, notwithstanding the partnership structure. Thanks, Ollie. I think it's good to end on a positive. So um, we'll we'll end it there. But but thank you very much for for speaking to Trina. It was a fantastic conversation. No, she was great company and and great to speak to somebody from uh, from Dublin. That was it was great fun. Then the next episode, I'll be joined by Dan Kane of the O Shape Lawyer, and we are going to be talking about human skills and the importance of focusing on those in the legal profession. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Lawyers Coach is brought to you by Client Talk and Hansard Coaching. If you're enjoying this series, please rate us on your podcast provider so that others can find us. If you're a lawyer and would like to take part in Lawyers Coach, please visit our website, lawyercoach.co.uk, for further details. And you can also join the conversation on our LinkedIn group, Lawyers Coach. If there are any topics you'd like to hear us discuss, then just get in touch.